So all the suffering, the pain, all the suffering, we'll leave the pain alone. You can stub your toe. You can't do shit about it. But the suffering is happening in the mind. And it's because the mind believed it would be a certain way and it kind of held on to that belief and then it wasn't. Um, that's the grasping and clinging of the mind. Like the mind does all of the grasping and clinging. You're not the mind, so you're not necessarily the one grasping and clinging. When we're stuck in identification with the mind, we take its grasping and clinging personally. But when we can take a moment and notice that the mind is doing all of that, then we can at least tell ourselves, oh, that's the mind doing this, it's not me. And it gives you this little window. But that uh, grasping and clinging, attraction and aversion, that's the karma. The same things, you know, it's like good karma or bad karma is really just based on, like, your opinions, right? Um, I think I said in that episode that, like, while my mom was dying, which is, you know, not a fun time, I believe my karma was really good. Uh, and I felt very grateful for everything that got my mind to a place where it could be the way that it was. And that doesn't mean that it was without sadness or without, you know, whatever comes with that. It just means that my relationship to my mind was in a place that I kind of just let it do what it wanted to do. That doesn't mean that my actions, you know, got out of hand, right? Because the actions, you know, if you want to change the way your mind works, you have to start, you know, changing what you do. Um, but your karma is the predisposition of the mind to attractions and aversions, right? Um, when, you know, it's like when I hear someone say that, you know, the universe is against them or, you know, God forsaken them or whatever, or that their family gave up on them and yada, yada. Um, and they might say that they're having bad karma because of all the bad things they've done. Or those things happen and they have to start thinking, or like, well, man, I've done all this bad stuff. I guess this is what happens. Yes and no. Like, you know, robbing, cheating, and stealing. Um, it's not those actions that mean that you're going to get robbed, cheated on, and stolen from. It just means that you have the mind of someone that's so desperate that you create this little hellscape for yourself where you feel the need to rob, cheat, and steal. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when I strain something, you know, um, like right now I have a, an abundance of KT tape on my knee, ankle, and foot. Um, I actually just ran in it. And I run barefoot and it didn't go anywhere, which is pretty great because one of the strips goes all the way around my foot. Um, and it feels good, whatever. But, you know, um, I've heard people talk about, you know, they'll get sick or something like, well, this is my karma. Well, this stuff is going to happen to the body if you're using it. And if you're actually, if you're not using it, worse shit's going to happen. So I guess you better use it. But, um, 
like this didn't happen because I did something bad. It just happened, and it's not that big of a deal, right? Um, I don't know how else to compare it. Like, this is all the mind, and the mind is the subtle body that we, as soul, as souls, are taking with us. And I mean, even as I'm saying it, right, as we talk about it, it loses, like we're still having to run it through the mind to even give it something like a word, like curriculum, or even the word karma, right? Or even happening, like if the soul isn't biological, it hasn't, all, it hasn't got all of this ego structure that's built around things to give things reality to make them separate it's just I don't know but we have to talk about it we have to understand it I mean I don't even know if we have to understand it does it even matter I don't know I have no idea I know that it's fun for me so you know I play with it you know um yeah but what your mind is doing telling your body how to feel so it's like the mind is using all of these symbols you know and they're all empty none of them have like built in value or meaning and then your mind you know becomes you know gets constructed like you think of uh, like for instance when I had a really long beard Right? Even now, I don't have a beard anymore, right? Um, people look at someone and they start to decide who they are and what they are and what they like and what they don't like, right? Um, you know, someone might see a cisgendered white male, you know, living in the United States and come to a lot of conclusions and a lot of assumptions. And then that, where did those assumptions come from well their culture like so we're born into a country where the country starts telling us what these symbols mean right they start describing the world to you and what's good and what's bad and then your culture within the country tells you what's good what's bad and describes the world to you and then your family comes in and they tell you what it is and how it is and what's good and what's bad and then you have a friend group and your friend group tells you this and that and then you have your partners and then you, all of these things describe the world to you and it was described to them and to them and to them so you're not going to get away from that right but you have to be able to do what Juan Matus was telling Carlos in Road to Islan he was saying you have to learn to stop the world you have to give up your personal history learn to stop the world and that's really interesting and the book is Road to Islam by Carlos Castaneda. I've said it a blue million times. I highly recommend it. But what's your personal history? You know, think about your personal history. Then think about how much that personal history told you what the world was. Told you how the world was. What to expect from the world. You know, you want to talk about karma. Look at your expectations. Having expectations is karma, right? Um, and how your personal history, culture, your family, your country, your whatever, peer group, interests, 
people with the same hobbies. That's all part of your personal history. And that builds your world. And that tells you what things are and what things aren't. Well, that can get really sticky and weird, right? I mean, your personal history, you know, that's, that's the world. That's how you see the world. You know, even though I don't see the world the way my dad told me the world was, the way my mom told me the world was, part of the way I see the world was in direct opposition to what they said. So in a way, my rebelliousness or my opposition to it, in a way they did tell me about it. It still influenced me. So stopping the world when, when Don Juan tells Carlos he has to stop the world, that's what he means. It's your personal history. And stopping it, you know, that's... I think what Carlos started off thinking was that, you know, he's going to eat enough cactus. <laughs> that he would have peyote or mescalito, as Juan tells him. You know, and just enough of mescalito that, you know, the world literally stops. I don't know. Um, it's kind of wild because what, um, you know, what, uh, what Carlos realizes through the book is that the psychotropic plants and all this stuff weren't the key. He talks about in the beginning of Road to Islani, he talks about that. If I'm pronouncing that right or wrong, I apologize, but it's I-T-A-T-L-A-N. Or no, I-X-T... Fuck, I don't know. It's Spanish, so... I I don't know, man. Um, But, uh, yeah. Stopping the world. How do you stop the world? I believe that a good way to start stopping it is with the breath. The breath allows you enough space to stop the world and do something else. To take that inhale and that exhale and to have the habit of drawing your attention to the cold air going in through the nose, the warm air going out through the nose, noticing what's happening in the mind, noticing how the body's responding to it, and then you know, hopefully having the wherewithal to do the next right thing, to do something smarter, to do something you don't usually do. And maybe you'd do something else. I don't know. But yeah, dropping your personal history and learning to stop the world. You know, and understanding that that world, or your personal history even, is a description. The world was described to you. And what's really interesting is in that book, Juan tells Carlos, he, he describes it this way, he goes, you know, the world was described to you. And then you were, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but then you're like a beaten over the head with this description or this perception, right? Regarding understanding. You're beaten over the head with this thing as a child until you repeat it back to them the way they told you. That phrasing is interesting, the way he puts that. You're beaten over the head with it, and they'll stop beating you over the head when you repeat it back to them the way they said it to you. If you keep telling me the sky's purple and I go, no, the sky's blue, and you just beat me over the head until I comply, 
until I go, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. You know, a lot of our culture does that now. You know, both sides of issues are going to beat you over the head with their perception of things until you comply. Right? They're going to, you know, put their spin on religion and politics and all this shit in their fucking experience. And even though your experience is different from theirs, they're going to beat you over the head with their experience until you repeat it back to them. You know, it's interesting, man. So karma is your attraction and aversion to those things. Your karma changes as your attractions and aversions change. You know? It's interesting stuff. It's very interesting. And you start to think about it a little more. And then you start to notice that you're not really doing anything. The body's doing something, the mind is doing something, or rather the mind is doing something, the body's doing something in response to what the mind is doing. You know, and you hope that you get your awareness in there enough times that you can eventually say, you know, don't do this, or we're going to start thinking this way or that way. And hopefully you build up a habit of not doing this or doing that. You know, it's interesting stuff.